OG Podcast Network presents. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, earth too. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks, first, Mr. P Features. Hello, Internet. God, that buttery Speak voice you. is back. Shut your mouth. I want to hear that one more time. Do it again. Hello, Internet. Oh, it's Beep so you. good. Just shut your mouth. One more time. Hi. <laughs> beep you. <laughs> Please, would you stop with the beep you thing? Can you? Can you? Like, just do a normal one. And then there's Mauer. Beep you. No. <laughs> that was too much. Menti.com. That hurt my ears. I, that was, that was, it was good, actually. It was, it was, it was beep you. It was impressive. I, I felt it from here. I smelled you from here. <laughs> you had garlic. <laughs> All right. So uh, welcome to the Saturday show. The one where we don't talk about the new Beep news. You. If you interrupt him one more goddamn time. <laughs> who? One more, who who's, who's there? Me. <laughs> and who's me? Features. You're not going to do it. It is I, Features, from Earth 2. Oh, I, it was, is can, that what you can, wanted me to do? Can you, though? Because it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> it is I. There we go. Features from Earth 2. All right. I hope Earth 2 treated you well. Good to be back. Well, we have a special guest. We've done this once before. Features. It's more. No, no, I'm not the special guest. Oh. We, who can be more special than Features? Well, hi. Who, do we, who else do we have with us? You can speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you actually have the official, unofficial fireside librarian today. Hey. I, I swear that there is, like, I know it's Kate, but it's Librarian Kate. I don't think I've ever referred to you as anything other than Librarian Kate. I have debated changing my social media handles, and I'm like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it, because if I change it, everybody, it's going to break everybody's brain. It's like, you're not Librarian Kate. Oh. Librarian Kate. Like, you could change it to, like, Book Lady Kate. No. No. <laughs> no. Doesn't have the same ring Card catalog Kate? Nope. Ooh. No. Although that has the alliteration. Yeah. That has the alliteration. That's pretty good. That but, one's pretty good. But no. Points to Mauer. No. That'd be like Ghost Driver versus Ghost Rider. No. True. Yeah. No, okay, points happen. to Menti for that. So, just so Beep I... you. Stop it. My God, I hear it in my sleep now. <laughs> so, just so everybody's aware, if you're new to the show, one thing that we did not too long ago is that we wanted to kind of have the community join us in the, the chats themselves. So... And uh, one community member got real, real mad. He got real mad. He, got, he did get real mad. Are you talking about Steve Baum not having yeah. him on the last show? Yeah, he got real, real mad. Yeah, so we're answering him not being on the last show by not having him on this show. <laughs> well, he was on already once, so. So we wanted to keep that train going, and we figure who better than to join us for the next go around than features. Than, <laughs> Jesus. Than the librarian Kate herself. Librarian Kate. <laughs> Hi, Kate. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. This Hi, is Kate. A, we use. <laughs> If you interrupt anybody else, man, stop it. 
you guys are like, I just to let you know that you're the third podcast in less than a week that I've been on, <gasps> and you're probably going to be the first one that's going to be out. <laughs> wow. It's because we're awesome. I don't, I don't, and they're not. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> they might be no, awesome. They have things like families and kids, and that cuts into editing time. We and have, one of them, we actually did talk for two straight hours. I have hours. family and baby Huey. That's what I was just about to say. We have kid. <laughs> kid. <laughs> baby Huey, goes, don't deny it. And there goes your access to the DC Universe account, Mauer. Oh. <laughs> and there goes Huey's access to everything else. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part about it is the man doesn't have a microphone to defend himself. He just has to sit back there and take it. Yeah, he's just he's sitting there very silently, stoically, probably plotting everybody's death right about now, I think. That is true. That's I have a feeling that's accurate. It crosses his mind more often than we probably know. <laughs> he's like, I got a key to the house and I know how to strangle people. Oh, wow. This just got really weird. Uh, <laughs> that would work if Maurer didn't keep a blade by the bed. I know, right? Maurer <laughs> Mauer does have three samurai swords, one under his pillow, one in the mattress, and then one under the bed. <laughs> you can never be too safe. Well, you know, there could be ninjas. <laughs> Are there ninjas? I, I mean, kudos for, for the catchphrase there, but um, I would love... Love if all of us could just break in here one night dressed like ninjas <laughs> just to see what he does. One of us might die, but it'll be worth it. I think more than one of us is going to die if that happens. We'll put Huey first. Huey can take a lot. <laughs> He'd turn, he would turn on you in a moment, but let's turn this back on to Kate. It's a show. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for reeling me in. All right, when so, I volunteered as tribute, I did not know what that exactly <laughs> entailed. I'm not going to lie, Kate. We don't really know what it entails either. We're, ju we're just winging this one, and we're going to find out where it goes. So let's, uh, let's, let's rewind the clock back. So, Kate, okay. you were with us during uh, our Con After Dark with uh, Cumulus and OG uh, for New York Comic Con. You were also, whether or not you'll, uh, you said hi, were there at when we did Big Apple Comic Con would be terrific. So both times we've been in New York, you've been there. Although we've only, only saw you once. <laughs> yeah, the, the first time I was kind of embarrassed and a little, a little insecure to actually come up and say hi to you guys. What? Why? I don't know. It's <laughs> a great question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking around the room and everybody going. Answer. But the second group. time it was a little easier. I think it's because Menti fell asleep in front of me and I felt like we were friends already. I definitely did. I absolutely <laughs> passed out. I, how long? I feel like I was asleep for a while, too. It was a great nap. You, you and Features did more napping during New York Comic Con than walking around. Yeah, no. No, that's... No, Features, that's, features was true. <laughs> features was true. Every time we looked around, Features was asleep. Yeah. The, well, the press lounge was nice and quiet and comfortable. I mean, I don't blame... By about the fourth day, everybody's kind of tired, so I don't blame you. It was quiet until Fireside, Librarian Kate, and Pete's Basement, Pete's got, basement. got together. <laughs> well, let's... I think that brings us into my first question. What, what brought you around the show? Like, what... what put you on the fireside bandwagon okay it was pete's basement ah. um he mentioned meeting you guys down in atlantic city at beer fest which i think he was down there for his cousin's bachelor party yeah, he was drunk <laughs> i love you pete that's pete's normal state <laughs> if he's listening i love you honey you're just normally like that. I'm. We're all used to it You're by now. Normally drunk. <laughs> so he mentioned you guys on one of the Pete's Basement shows, and I'm just always looking for new podcasts to listen to. And then I 
search in Apple Podcasts, I start listening. It's like, oh my God, these guys are Pete's Basement just with cheesesteaks. Mm. Pete's Basement with cheesesteaks. Okay. And I've called and I've described his show as Fireside with Pizza. So hmm. that that is probably the best analogy okay. of our two shows. All right. Well, now I have to ask, where do you put comics, uh, comic playground there? I have to come up with. Um, I know. What is Phoenix okay. got? <laughs> They're fireside with tacos. Fireside, fireside with, with tacos. <laughs> so, yes, I did discover Comic Playground thanks to you all. So you keep, you keep the train of bringing the nerds together going. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's round you out as a character. Um, let's, <laughs> let's talk about what, uh, what got you into comics in the first place. Like, what brings okay. you into these shows? Okay, so I... I was I was always a little nerd girl child, but as I got older and I got into my teens, I kind of grew out of that. But as an adult, it was actually a TV show that mm. brought me back to comics. Who remembers it was on CBS in, I think, 2006, 2008. It was called Jericho. I love Jericho. And it was the show. It was sort of this, you know, post-apocalyptic, vast government conspiracy awesome. sort of thing. It lasted two years after the fans brought it back. It got canceled after the first season. The fans brought it back for a second season. Wait, they brought that back and not Firefly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about, about that. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you, you, it, it's been, that, that's been part of the opening for so long. I do not think you're going to win back any Firefly. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, the Firefly, it's, it's, the it's Firefly futile, sorry. Cr- crowd has probably listened to our show and then and, and literally 30 seconds in go, now nah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll say this. I like Firefly and I stayed. There we go. Okay. So Jericho, was that superheroes or? No, Jericho is amazing. It was it the easiest heroes. way I can describe it is post-apocalyptic vast government conspiracy. Like what was so cool about Jericho is so now it, so kind we, of when when it's a, it's about a small town that after Named Jericho a, after a bomb goes off, um, they literally lose communication with the rest of the country, and then each town beca- starts losing communication. So it's amazing how quickly all these towns devolved and eventually go to war with each other over supplies and stuff. It's a wild show. That first season was incredible. Second season was a little meh, but the first season, wow, is that good? Did and they wrap it up neatly or no? Because they didn't plan. No, they didn't. Canceled. So, so they- what they ended up doing was it was IDW continued in, in comics. <gasps> I didn't know that. They did a season three and a season four. I think IDW has both of those because I know IDW had season four initially and somebody else did season three. So I was like, I miss this show. I need, you know, I want my post-apocalypse vast government conspiracy fix. I started reading this and then I started going and dipping my toes into other things. It's like the first taste is free (laughs) and the second and third you got to pay for. IDW is the TV show comic company. Because they've got Buffy, they've got Angel. Actually, I correct. Let me. I let me correct you for a second. They no longer have Buffy and Angel. It's well, Boom that has Buffy and Angel. Do me a favor. Continually correct him throughout the whole. We show. know Boom, but Boom's Spicy. doing that reboot crap that doesn't look very good. So I'm going to stick with IDW has it. And I think it was actually Dark Horse that had the first one, Buffy yeah, comics. It was Dark Horse, and then they went to IDW when Dark Horse lost the license. And mm-hmm. with IDW's, when Josh got Josh got reinvolved with it. Because they didn't like right. the direction that I, it was going. I stand corrected. But yeah, they're, they're one of the ones that have a ton of... That and Dynamite have a ton of the TV licenses. So I got hooked. And then around that time, it was when Ms. Marvel also kicked into high gear. Kamala Khan. Okay. Just, and I'm I, was, I was really confused for a second. I'm like, wait, Carol? 
<laughs> Nobody said my origin story was linear. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said I make sense. Well, you're on the right show then. <laughs> anyway, I discovered Ms. Marvel and I'd heard about this. They're going to have a superhero from New Jersey. I'm originally from New Jersey. Let's see how much they they diss on New Jersey. Not many people can claim, you know, New Jersey. They normally say whatever their second hometown is their hometown. <laughs> and I got hooked onto that, and I was, <laughs> I was happy they did my home state proud in some respects. And I got hooked into the story. I thought it was just well done. It was crafted. It was a Muslim superhero that was representation that everybody needed. It, it had the right amount of poking jibes at the Garden State, but not making us look like the normal uh, butt of the joke that we are. Wow. And I just kept going. And I would ask friends for recommendations for series. I'd just be searching on comiXology and read solicits and figure out what was interesting. And I definitely tried things and didn't like them, uh, Paper Girls being one of them. I love Paper Girls. But a lot of my comics were recommendations from friends. You guys being some of them, Pete being some of them. I've discovered so much in the past, I would say just the past two years alone, just from talking to friends and hearing about different indie artists, indie writers, and finding out things like, if you like this, you'll like this. What were Pete's recommendations? Because he hates Ben Riley, so his opinion has dropped pretty far for this crew. Well, for you. <laughs> me hooked into two ways he got me hooked on a lot of indie stuff that i would have never heard before because he loves promoting the indie writers on an artist on the show and he got me hooked on a lot of horror that makes sense all right i now I'm no longer sleep again. at night thanks to him <laughs> <laughs> and gi joe so then what are you so... actually no 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 that he did not get me into gi joe my friend will up in maine has started to convert me into a gi joe fan jojo oh wow what Gojo. <laughs> So you mean a Nick Fury fan is what you mean. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what we have to do the top five books then. Okay. Top five books. All right. Um, and I know you're going to like some of these choices. Here we go. Um, witches. All oh, right. Wow. All right. Cool. Already starting great. Um, giant days. Don't know. I don't know if you all, this is not something I, I consider a fireside book. Um, Ooh, there's fire. But there's it's sort called of fireside slight, books. It's from Boom Studios. It's this sort of slice of life, uh, college, uh, three college students in the UK. It's really, really, it's a, it's a cute, fun story. It's something if you have, like, I'm thinking, I know, Menti, you've got two, uh, two young nieces. I think in like 10 years or so, I'd give them giant days and say, here, read this. It's a good all ages comic. All right, that's two. Um, lock and key. Mm. I said, I'm going to make you happy again. <laughs> you um, did. Well done. Lock and key. <laughs> Ms. Marvel. And probably my new favorite that I, and it's a mini, it's, it's a mini series, but it's gotten me hooked. And it, when you understand that I was a big fan of Jericho, you'll understand why, but Deceased. Oh, Deceased is great. All right. You're accepted. Why? <laughs> de Thanks, I think. De deceased as in like the new Deceased book? The DC yes. one? Why about Jericho? It's, it's again, it's, a po it's that whole post-apocalypse. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know. I think that might be a bit of a stretch. But zombies. But yeah, because it, it's so zombie heavy. Wait, there weren't zombies in Jericho? No. No, <laughs> no, no zombies not at zombies. all in Jericho. <laughs> now you hate the show. Yeah. <laughs> there were zombies. Now it was in for a bit. Can we go? But it's let's... the same sort of, and I guess this is my child of the 80s growing up thinking that 
the nuclear bombs were going to hit at any time is that I was always fascinated with those kind of post-apocalypse stories. I don't know if it was like my back of my head sort of thinking psych, um, you know, prep. Or a child of 2019. Oh, I I remember absolutely getting under my school desk like that was going to do anything. (laughs) Yeah, just, you know, you'll feel safe. You won't be safe, but you'll feel safe. It was, I guess it was this little, you know, this little subtext in the back of my head thinking, well, this will be prep in case it happens. So those kind of, any kind of apocalypse, post-apocalypse story just totally fascinates me. I actually was more into Fear the Walking Dead than I was into The Walking Dead. So you, your your venture into comics is somewhat recent then. Recent, yeah, recent. So you now write for different comic websites. How did that come about? Is that recent as well? That was re- that was a lot more recent than the comics. That was I was doing a lot of stuff with my career. Like I was involved in a lot of professional associations related to libraries and everything and I just got so burnt out that about 2 years ago I decided I'm going to step away from everything and take a break. It's like, "All right, you got all this free time. What are you going to do with yourself?" I had it actually started, I had walked into a comic shop in Brooklyn, Anyone Comics, so shout out to Demetrios and everybody at Anyone Comics, and I ended up talking to this one guy, Tony, who has become a very good friend. We were both we were both ratting on the series Paper Girls because we were trying to both read it, and we were both hating it miserably. <laughs> and he kind of, he said to me, you're actually pretty smart at this stuff, and I didn't think I was. I really did not think I was. It's like, you should think about writing. I said, Okay. Now, at the time I was working with, I was involved with an organization called Geeks Out, which is, it's a nonprofit in the New York City area, works to empower queer voices in geek culture. And I said, I had all this free time on my hands. I wanted to use some of it wisely. And I filled out their volunteer form and they're like, we'd like you to write for our blog. Then on Twitter, and thanks to Tony again, who always gently pushed me to do things when I didn't have the faith in myself to do it, he found Multiversity Comics for me. Sent them a writing sample. They responded in an hour. We'd like you on board. I still have whiplash from that. That's awesome. What then happened was they started, they start you off at Multiversity. They start you off doing our, what we call Wrapping Wednesday, which is our Monday morning column, which is micro reviews, about two two to 400 words of just comics from the past. We can be anything you want. You do that for a couple weeks. They they promote you to the big leagues, and then you do the full reviews, one a week, about 800 words of an issue, and you do get to pretty much pick everything you review. Sometimes we do try to push people in certain directions, and we're talking about doing that a little bit more because sometimes certain books haven't been covered on the site that we feel should be. I st- so, about, so that was July 2017. About three, four months in, our ed- my editor, Brian, messages me. He's like, you also seem to know like you know what you're doing with social media. You're one of the few people that actually like share stuff people write. We need a social media manager. You want to do it? I said, sure. And that started in January of last year. So I've been at this now about a year and nine months. Um, I've sort of become, I, I've, we've, we're all on the management side. We're all sort of like deputy editors. We all have our hands in a little bit of everything. So I do the right, I do reviews occasionally. I do interviews. I've done, we do some summer projects where we have done like, we call them the summer TV binge, where you pick TV shows that, could have a connection to comics or could not and review them for the summer. So my my better half, Mr. Librarian, Kate and I are doing Witchblade, the TNT version, not the anime. Good choice. Mr. Yes. Librarian, Kate and I. 
I love. I do what I to respect his privacy. Mr. He does have Librarian a real name. You <laughs> will all probably meet him at New York Comic Con if you will come up for New York Comic Con. But I do it to respect his privacy because he is, um, he is very much introvert. And I've told, I've talked like if I talk about you on podcast, do you want me to use a fake name? And he didn't seem to care. And then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? If it was me, I would care. So I just call him Mr. Librarian Kate, and he's cool with that. Anyway, I did. I also do. Um, we also do like a summer comics binge where we have been picking old series to revisit. So similar to the TV thing. So I did a Doctor Who comics and we have folks that are doing manga. We have someone who is rereading Countdown to Final Crisis. Lord help him. Hmm. Um, as we say to him every week when we read his posts, we've got somebody doing New Warriors. So we, we've had fun picking our own series and revisiting them. Um, I also do write at Women Write About Comics, which is pretty much what it says. It's women and those who identify as women who write about comics. It's a little more feminist, a little more progressive, and coming um, a little soon. more left. But it's been a lot of fun because it is a very, very supportive community. And then coming soon, pro bono work for Fireside, where you don't have to worry about getting paid because there's no such thing. <laughs> oh, I don't, get, I don't get paid for any of this. Oh! Really? Wow. <laughs> Hold on one second. <laughs> really, Kate? We've got a job for you. I do get. I mean, I don't get paid like I get a paycheck. Um, as they say on Arrested Development, there is no money in the banana stand. Um, but I do get paid. In other words, I got to be press last year for the first time at New York Comic Con, which if you had talked to me two, three years ago and said, oh, you're going to be press at New York Comic Con, I would be like, yeah, right, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I've gotten free, we, I guess, you know, I, I do get advanced <laughs> copies of comics. So I guess I did get to read things like House of X and Powers of X before everybody else, which is kind of cool. Mauer is so mad right now. Wow. <laughs> I want advanced copies of stuff. Baby Huey, make it happen. He's the worst person to ask. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be like, Kate, he's, just tell me what happens. No, what's, what's going to happen is he's going to rob a comic shop on a Tuesday <laughs> night. That's what's going to happen. He'll show up. That's when he looks like a ninja because he's <laughs> <laughs> breaking into my and, house afterwards hiding. Hence, yes, there are ninjas. <laughs> I, want, I so want to baby Huey Ninja now. Are there ninjas? <laughs> now it's me. <laughs> well, you'll know it's him. He'll have a Phillies hat on. <laughs> <laughs> All ninja now with a Phillies hat. <laughs> and he'll probably have it posted earlier on Facebook during the I love you, baby Huey, but I just know how you roll. <laughs> and then he's, yeah, going to rob a comic shop now. <laughs> he'll give his location and then what he's going to do afterwards. He checks a selfie outside the shop, tags himself, <laughs> checks it on, what was it, Foursquare, whatever that stupid app was. <laughs> All right. Back to you, Kate. Yes. So you're writing for everything now. Including hey. us. Including Fireside. We're going to make you, you know what? You dabbled in editing. We're going to make you head editor of the uh, the Fireside News Department. Oh, vice this is because, vice is president this of social media and president of everything writing. <laughs> is this just because I kept feeding you all San Diego Comic-Con stuff because I literally would have the multiversity posts open. I was like, oh, I know the Fireside crew would be interested in this. Click. There's nothing to do with it. <laughs> yes, yes, and the fact that you said free. free. <laughs> <laughs> We're cheaper um, Fireside. I get paid in that sweet, sweet, sweet exposure. Doesn't pay the rent, but it... No, it still doesn't pay the rent. We're, we're, we're good at the exposure. Part. We'll give you fireside swag. I will get some made just for it. <laughs> Ooh, but, shot glasses, pop sockets. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah, that um, if that's all you need, yeah. <laughs> has writing all these comics kind of 
has it done anything for your love of comics? Because Menti and I talk about it all the time where we're like, I just don't want to read or I don't want to watch this or I don't want to do this. this is, it's, it's work. It's amazing how much this show has hurt. I don't want to say hurt my love for comics because I still love it, but my ability to keep up. That's what's so bizarre about this is like, I don't. That's the same problem I have. Yeah. It's it's, so I find much. myself not having enough hours in the day to keep up. And it surprises me because I have an hour. I have an hour commute to New York City just for the list, the benefit of the listeners. I live in the New York area, but I don't live in New York City. So I have to. So I commute in about an hour on the train each way. And you think I'd have all this free time to read? No, you don't. On the flip side, it has had me discover things that I would have never discovered before. I never heard of 2000 AD or Judge Dredd before I started writing for Multiversity. Like, I'd heard casually about Judge Dredd, but I I didn't realize the whole universe of Judge Dredd until I started. Because we'd run a 2000 AD column, and monthly we do the magazine wrap-up. I got hooked on that. I learned a lot more about manga. Because we have a column for Shonen Jump, we have a column, we have a podcast that is all manga based. Features. <laughs> and I have to admit, I got more hooked into DC Comics. I was, if you had to ask me if Marvel or DC, I was a Marvel girl. Yes. But. Easy got, there, killer. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to have you. We back, take no Jeff. sides. Uh, yeah, well, we do. Yeah, we do. What are you doing? Yeah, talking we do. About? We definitely we, take sides. We take sides. Pretty much all the time. Oh, honestly, I just had friends of mine who just they had their first child a couple months ago. And when she announced she was pregnant, I said, well, how are you raising the the child, Marvel or DC? She says, neither Dark Horse. Wow. That sucks for that kid. Yeah. (laughs) No, they are leaning from what I've seen of pictures. That baby has a lot of Batman onesies. So we know how that Mm. child is being raised. (laughs) Good. But I was mostly, again, a Marvel reader. And a lot of that is thanks to Marvel Unlimited. I got a gift subscription one year from Mr. Librarian Kate Smith mom or who I'd like to call her fake mother-in-law and that's when I started diving into some of that back catalog and I started reading things like um old x-men runs I discovered a couple old captain america runs so it was always marvel but you're now you're not it really wasn't into... the past year or so I started dipping my toes more and more into DC and I, I blame my editor for that because he's a big DC guy so he had me always look, reading DC books and now with DC Universe I have this curated collection at my fingertips that I'm hoping that they expand more of I really want that I think they can be a good mo- equivalent to Marvel Unlimited if they do it right which they're not doing right now well if you weren't writing for uh the for comic websites would you be reading superhero books because it doesn't seem like that's your your niche that doesn't seem like that's your probably not probably not i'd be picking superheroes here and there but it wouldn't be as deep as i would be i I will give you that i'd be more definitely more of an on like image i I was always an image fangirl so i'd probably still be an image fangirl probably a little more dark horse as well so yeah you're right it's more it's writing for the comic cited i've learned more about superheroes superheroes are are waning and waxing it seems throughout the years of whether they're popular or not popular to say that you're uh, a fan of like you go into the comic shop before and it was like oh you're reading a superhero book and now with dc doing all the work that they're doing i've been into three comic shops in the past couple months where they were like somebody came in they're like oh you got to read this new dc book dc i think has a big thing to do with it but it's funny hearing fans of you know, indie books saying, well, you know, I'm not really into superheroes and that being celebrated for a while. And now it's okay to like 
both. Well, I think we're going to see a, a, a resurgence of indie books because of the popularity of Marvel DC, because of the MCU, oh, yeah. the DCEU. People are going to be looking for something outside of the norm. It's going like indie books are now like counterculture books. That's what's so weird about being mainstream as far as the MCU and the movies and the TV shows and all that stuff. Books like, I mean, I know you've said that you hate it, but I'm going to say it just because you did. Paper Girls, that's going to be a, uh, <laughs> even though it's getting its own TV show, that's that's still more of a, I don't want to call it counterculture, but it's counter to current culture as far yeah. as comics are concerned. And I think the reason that people, and I, I will admit this myself, that I didn't dip so much into the superheroes is just two words, endless continuity. Yeah. Where on earth do you start? Yeah. And it's easier now because you have the internet and you can just Google that stuff, as one of my friends says, or wiki pages. But at the time, if I was in 2012 when I was starting with comics, that wasn't that present. So I'm going to gravitate towards something that is familiar to me. And it's actually the number one thing I say to people when, oh, I want to read comics, but I don't know where to start. I was like, OK, well, think of a TV show or a movie you like. See, I think that's... Chance Star, there's a comic for that. That's a reflection of just the way the world's changed today in society with comics. Because when we, you were younger, they would have that go read this book. And the comics themselves were almost like the guide to what you were going to read next. You'd be mm -hmm. completely confused and go, crap, I guess I have to go read issue 123 and that story arc to understand this. But I kind of liked that. Well, I, I liked that. And I'm saying now you can jump in, you can read the internet and a lot of things that keep rebooting continuity so people can jump in at any point. But I think that takes away from the history of the comic and the depth of that character by people wanting to go, well, I don't want to jump into that because there's a lot of history behind it. Yeah, but see, to me, that's exciting to go back and find out more about a character that you've never seen before. To me, it's to I I think the idea of when or how can I jump in kind of it's it's kind of an easy out because whatever book you start reading, if they say something that intrigues you, go find that book. Right yeah. there, you go done, <laughs> and then just and keep down that rabbit hole. And here's one place where I do actually give DC Universe a lot of credit is that they've really they've been really releasing the curated collections of comics to support the TV shows. If you watch Swamp Thing, although I don't th I think Swamp Thing is the only one that's not on there yet, but things like Doom Patrol. If you watch Doom Patrol, which I just started because I ain't getting invested in anything DC Universe puts out until there's a guaranteed second season. Thank you very much, Swamp Thing. No, um, no, 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 no. Watch Swamp Thing. Watch oh, I'm going to go back and watch God, Swamp Thing watch and just maybe say a silent prayer TV or two. That... Ever. Ooh, ooh, best comic TV show ever? Ever. Uh, ever? Ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. It beats Daredevil? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's saying more. a lot. I don't know about that, bro. <laughs> but they, they release the comics. If you watch the show, explore the history. So that's one thing that I think DC Universe does right. And it helps when you have fans who are in this state of, I don't want to deal with all this endless, confusing continuity. And I don't have time or energy to Google that stuff. It's, it spoon feeds it in a good way. Spoon fed culture. <laughs> I love when Mauer starts to talk before he actually gathers his thoughts. Well, I had something really, really offensive that I was going to say, and I had to pause. Something tells me that's your normal state. Just saying offensive things? No, just it's in the back of your head. It's always on the tip of your tongue, you know? And I got to stop myself uh, and be I, like, I feel like mm, I'm, I'm not going to say I've that. known you for a while now. I believe that that's just you. Um, it's a Mauer default setting. I think we all know it, and we may not admit it, but we love it. That's right. I hate everything. I don't know about love. <laughs> but, but going back Life. to that. That's a strong word. Swamp thing I got into because of uh, Ghost Rider and the Marvel Knights and that whole uh, rabbit hole 
that you would go into because I got into the horror comics. And then from horror comics, the comic shop guy would be like, if you like this, let me get you back to the original originator of scary comics. Got me into Swamp Thing. And I was like, this is amazing. The original originator. Yeah, the original originator. I, I feel like that's a uh, that's a Rob Liefeld book on its way. <laughs> um, that does sound very Lie- Liefeldish. Liefeldian. No hands and feet. No. <laughs> Lots of pouches. Well, they, and yeah, you can't draw feet. It's the, it's, it's the pouches sidekick. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would like to see comics do more of that again because when you read them now, there aren't as many uh, self-referential pages in them anymore. Where. They're throwing in true Easter eggs, not just hiding things in plain sight. Like, here's a character. They're here for a moment. To find out more, go back here. And I think that's the one thing that could help uh, reinvigorate the comic industry. Well, that was the point of Marvel team-ups. I mean, that's in a yeah. nutshell. That's Marvel team-ups in a nutshell. This point of Spider-Man. Every time it was like, he's swinging by, look, there's so-and-so. Who um, is that? <laughs> so. All right. Kate. Yes. You're on your final words. <laughs> he did it again. He did it again. Did not gather his thoughts. He just said your name with no idea but what he was going to say. You didn't see the, the trembling in his lip. He's. <laughs> with phase four just being announced. Stuff. Are you excited of the announcement? About the announcement? Or do you think there's going to be more that pops up from what they said? Okay, I. I was surprised we got this Vegas style buffet and I'm talking like high end $50 a person Vegas style buffet of announcements that we got from Marvel at San Diego Comic-Con. I kept wondering, what are they, what's left? What are they holding back? Why are they giving us all this now? Um, I am excited for the TV shows. Really? I, I'm, I, I admit it's the corniest concept in the world, but I'm kind of hooked on WandaVision. I don't think it's a corny concept. I think it's just a dumb name. Yeah, that too. But it makes me also wonder, it's supposed to take place after the um, after Endgame. Right. It, is Envision dead? Well, I think we'll go. Vision's think, a robot. We'll get white Vision. We'll get the we'll get the, the emotionalist all white. Like, remember when he pulled the stone out of his head, his whole body turned gray and white. Yes. So I think they'll fix that, and then he won't have any emotion. Like, yeah. just like when Optimus Prime died, it's hey, a robot. Hey, they can come, come back. Come on, man. Stop it. Yeah, you don't gotta do that. Some of us are still dealing with that mower. Well, deal with it and get over it. Iron Giant. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Strange looks great. I'm excited. I I love that it's going to be horror. I'm really excited to see that. I I was hoping, and maybe we're going to hear about it at D23. We'll hear about Captain Marvel 2. We'll hear about Black Panther 2, which I am excited about. I want to see what they're going to do with it. I have what I want to happen, and I have what I think will happen. With that movie, I think it's I think it's going to be it's going to be a Shuri movie, which I have no problem with. But we have this we this wonderful villain in Killmonger that I would love to see his backstory explored. And I think that would make for an interesting movie. They missed that shot. It should have been Black Panther. Yep, not going to happen. Yeah, I think that they now didn't. um, Who's writing that? Who's the director? I can't think of his name. It's killing me. Uh, Ryan Coogler. Thank you. Ryan Coogler said flat out, no, there is no Killmonger in the next one. I keep hoping he lied. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be far-fetched for Marvel. Only yeah. Faggy lies. Oh, it's only the trailers. <laughs> <laughs> and everything else. So I phase the current so our current MCU movies wrapped up beautifully both with Endgame and with Spider-Man Far Far From Home. And it's only gonna get better from here. 
Why? I think, based on what I saw at San Diego Comic-Con and what is yet to come. Well, we shall see. But on that note, mm. Kate, do that thing. Ooh. Oh, you're putting me on the spot, Ooh. aren't you? Well, you can find the show at welcometofireside.com and on all your major social media platforms. Menti's giving me a look right now. You're doing a great it's definitely job. unnerving me. You're doing a great job. Keep <laughs> which, it going. Which is mostly Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So mm. it's Welcome to Fireside, Facebook and Instagram. Twitter, it's Fireside Crew. Mm, wow. Keep it going. Features, pay attention. Say, say, it, louder, <laughs> say it louder for those in the back. Join the Firesiders group. We are a really fun bunch of people. And of course, there's the OG Podcast Network. That's OG Podcast. OG Podcast Network. Network. Com. Or or the app. Thank you. It <laughs> <laughs> was the easiest outro ever. As always, your I'm Librarian Kate. Where can we find you? Um, social media, it's Twitter is libra- at librarian underscore Kate. Instagram is librarian Kate7578. Multiversity Comics is at multiversitycom mainly on Twitter. Um, ping me on Twitter at Librarian Kate, if you want to write for us, we are always looking for folks to cover news, cover reviews. And by us, you mean Fireside. (laughs) (laughs) Fireside.com. We're trying to poach you over here. Don't do that. I'm cutting your mic. (laughs) Thanks for being on, Kate. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) Jeez. I'm taking away her vice president title. Boy, I've never been fired from a job in my life, and now I've been fired from this. No, 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 no. I didn't say you're fired. You're just no longer vice president. <laughs> fired side. Uh, wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, it's been a while. It, it, it doesn't quite deserve it, but Kate, I feel like... do you want to like, bring this in? Kate, yeah, we got to do it. Ready? Ready? One, two. Earth, Earth two! two! God, that felt good. And beep you. That, that certainly <laughs> did. <laughs> All right. All right. Deuces. Well, you well, they don't know where you are. Who are you? They know who I am. Menti. <laughs> and that's Features. Oh, yeah, that one, baby. Let me go say that name. Say, say that name again. Features. <laughs> there we go. P underscore. Features. 87. What are you doing? This PlayStation account? <laughs> <laughs> doing a throwback. The Wayback Machine. <laughs> All right. Deuces. Deuces. Excelsior. Excelsior. Thank you, Kate.